It's Wednesday, May 12th. I'm Rudy. Benifer is back, which is a reminder to choose my girlfriends carefully because nothing good ends with Udi. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. What's happening, everybody? This is a long walk to Cleveland. Thank you so much for joining me. It is on Apple Podcasts. It is on Spotify. It is on Stitcher. Every single day we go live on Instagram, typically around 9.45 a.m. at Rudy underscore Povich. What up, Mel? How are you? Hello, Scooter. Hi, Lindsay. What's up, Molly? Joshua OG. What's up, buddy? Hello, Reedy. How are you guys? Good to see everybody. We are going a little earlier today. Reason being is I got to split a little early. We got a little something going on. I'll get to that in just a second. Today on the show, it wasn't me, Your Honor. It was a different Buttfucker 3000. But first, let's talk a little bit about preparation, shall we? I want to chat about it because it just brings me, harkens back to a moment in time where... One of the people that I first interned for when I got into radio, her name is Terry. Terry was turning 40. Years after I had interned for I was already living in Minneapolis. She said, hey, I want you guys to come and roast me. My 40th birthday, I would like nothing more than to have my best friends come and tell jokes about me. And I went, all right, well, that's a little fucking narcissistic, but whatever, man, I'm in. So I, uh, I sit down. I write about uh, three pages worth of material. One of the guys that we used to work with, I'm not going to mention any names, but one of the guys that we used to work with had said, you know what, man, I'm just going to go up and wing it. That's where I'm at my best. I'm best when I'm on the fly. And I'm like, I don't think you're as good as you think you are, my man. He said, no, 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 no. I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to, I got a couple of things like jotted down on some notes, but then I'm just going to go ahead and just free form it. And I went, I don't know if that's a good idea, dude. You should probably... You should probably write a few jokes. You can have a few of mine, but I think you're best to not. And he went, no, I got it. Well, fast forward to uh, us going to that roast that night, and we're kind of up on the dais, up on the stage at a, uh, a place over in Maple Grove. And while we're there, say hi to some people real quick. What's up, Jamie? What's up, Nicole? What is up, Timmy? What's up, Bellamy Jack? How are you, Alina? Nice to see everybody. Um, we get up on stage and, uh, I'm going to be going last that night for whatever reason. It wasn't like a, like a, Hey, we're going to put you there for, they were just, Hey dude, that's where you're going to go. Um, they, uh, (laughs) good morning, Rudy. Thanks for the pep talk yesterday. Yeah, bud. You're welcome. For sure, dude. Right on. Hi, Emily. Nice to see you guys. Uh, back to, uh, back to the story. Okay. Uh, so I'm up on stage and, uh, the guy who says, I'm just going to get up there and wing it. Well, he got up there and he winged it, and he crashed terribly. Nothing made sense. All his jokes were inside jokes. Nobody laughed. A huge failure on his part. And that was because, as I pointed out, you're not as good on your feet as you think you are. So we fast forward to uh, two, three people down the line, and it gets to the gal who's up before me, which is Terry's sister. Terry's sister has never written a joke or roasted anybody in her entire life. She gets up on stage. And the first joke she says is, Terry is such a bad cook that the last time she made brownies, she burnt them. And I thought, oh, shit, I'm in big trouble. 
because that joke brought the house down. <laughs> if that's the crowd we're working with, they ain't going to like what I got to bring. So I got up there and thought, well, you got like two, two, three pages written. Just go with what you got. Because if you've just you've proven that winging it is not going to work, man. We're radio people. We need scripts in front of us. We need things written out. We're the worst improvisers on the planet. So the first joke I said was, this is right at the time when the Minnesota Vikings had just left the Metrodome. They had blown it up, and they were going to TCF Bank Stadium, and they were still kind of in the interim of what they were going to do <laughs> with, with the stadium. And the first thing I had said in front of Terry's friends, family, children, grandparents, sisters, you name it, man, like coworkers, first thing I said was, Terry's vagina is so big, the Vikings are going to rent it out next year and play there. Crickets. <laughs> Luckily, by the end of it, um, I had turned the crowd. They got them laughing again. But that, I thought, just go with it, man. But at least you felt comfortable up there with something in front of you. Like you knew exactly where you were going to be going with things. Except for Des when she is roasting the boys' right scooter. Yeah. Um, she does ask me all the time. Every time she's got to go and like do the... Uh, do the roast or do like any sort of Des comedy jam. She always just kind of looks at me like, okay, so what are you going to write? And this time around, I said, not happening. Won't do it. You got to do this one. And I think she was going to like try to slide her way underneath the radar and just be like, well, you know, here's a couple things I was thinking. What do you think? And then Ryan put the kibosh on that and said, absolutely not. So everything you hear from her on Friday during Crisco Des and Ryan, that will be all from her mouth, not from mine. I am not going to be giving her any sort of point of view. This one's on her. Uh, the reason why I bring it up is because the other night I was uh, at House of Comedy and I was hanging out with a couple comedians. And there's a guy who's very seasoned, been around for a long time, and been doing this for, I, I think, when I first got into comedy about 13 years ago, he was just starting out. And then I took a 11-year hiatus and he kept going. So now, I mean, he is like light years past everybody that we started with. And and that dude uh, had given a, a younger guy a piece of advice. And I'd never do this. And the guy said, hey, man, like next time you're up there, just write it on stage. You'll find out what works and what doesn't. You don't need to like sit and pine over a piece of paper for hours. Just jot down some notes and then go up there and just write it in front of people. See what works and see what doesn't. And I thought, that's a good idea, man. You know, you've been doing this long enough. I never go up there with a script because I, I don't like... You know, dude, you're only up on stage. If you're doing anything less than 15 minutes, you should not have a piece of paper in front of you. You got to get good at it. You got to get good at thinking on your feet. You got to get good at, like, the beats and knowing when to pivot and knowing when to bail out of something, if you're constantly just reading off of it, you know, I see guys that are up on stage doing three minutes, and they got a piece of paper in front of them. They're sitting down on a stool. It's like, dude, you can't stand? <laughs> you're up there for less than the amount of time it would take to get a cup of coffee at Starbucks. You can't stand? You, can't re you have to read a note? You can't put that stuff to memory? Plus, it helps. It gives you a good mental burn. So, uh, I did that last night. Went down to a mic, hopped up on stage, and was like, dude, here's like two or three notes. Just jot a few things down, let her buck, see what happens. Turns out that I can't write like that. 
And not that I didn't bomb because I had a couple of jokes in my back pocket I know I could go with. It was just, it's too difficult for me. My brain doesn't, doesn't work that way, right? And also, I also think it's because there's a lot of time that has passed since I've had the opportunity to uh, do any sort of like, like improv with a group or just even doing it in, in work because we're just so busy doing other things. So I thought, because for whatever reason, I don't even know how I ended up being the go-to guy for this, but uh, I always end up being the guy with the Rudy rants. That's what they've dubbed it on the show. There's a whole goddamn fucking song written about it, which uh, I wrote that thing like on a whim and gave it to the show and was like, here, this is a funny thing that somebody had suggested. We should probably just play it once. Shit, no, that thing has been around now for like five years and it's going nowhere. (laughs) Even after I leave this show, they're going to play that stupid song. But uh, I thought what might be fun is on Fridays, we'll do the Instagram live. And want to say thanks to everybody who just hopped on. Say what up to Andy. Hi, Mira. How are you? Smiling Ellen. What's up, Char? How are you? Heather? How is everybody? Nice to see you. Terry, but not the Terry I was complaining about earlier. Nice to see you. What's up, Jules? Hi, Gracie. Steve says I missed the beard. You know what? I don't. I don't. You can hear me. It's already starting to grow in, though, you know. It's tough to see on the camera, but you can hear it. That 5 o'clock shadow is no joke, man. I shave that thing early in the morning. I got some stubble rolling by the time <laughs> by the time the dinner bell rings. But I don't miss it. I'm good with it. I love it. I like the fact that it's gone. So, yeah. So people are, yeah, like Scooter says, love the Rudy Rance. Rudy Rance song is awesome. Marie says that. Uh, yeah. So I think from now on, on Fridays, just to, like, help sort of stretch that bug out a little bit and, you know, get a little better at thinking on my feet. I think uh, you guys in the Instagram live feed, just throw me anything you want to hear me complain about, and I'll do it. Just whatever, man. Because a lot of the times, everybody, everybody, if I was ever on Cameo, I guarantee like 90% of those things would be like, hey, why don't you rant about this? Or rant. So a, lot of that time, a lot of times, it just has to be organic, you know? It, it has to be something that I am super passionate about. But I think I got to get better at being able to just take something and just finding the negative with it. You know, the real Povich way, like my ancestors did. So, yeah, I think on Fridays, you join us on Instagram Live. It's just at Rudy underscore Povich. I'll take any of your suggestions. We'll go through a few of them. We'll, uh, we'll pick one or two and then let her rip. Just to kind of, like, work it out. It's all reps, man. It's all reps. Everything is reps. Steve says, okay, what is out of bounds? Nothing. Nothing. Complain about Tega. We'll get to that. I got one more thing I got to get to. And then the reason why I started a little early today, we are actually doing a, um, uh, we're shooting a video with Chris Godez and Ryan downstairs, green screen. We got all the gear. We got the lights. We got all that stuff. And uh, that is my domain. I got to be the guy who takes care of all that. So then I got to get the hell out of here <laughs> and then go set all that up by the time that uh, everybody's finished with all of their podcasts. Rant about quarantines and not wanting to get their, get their driver's license. We've made it too easy. There are absolutely, there's no problems in the world anymore, right? There's none. We're done with it. You turn on a fucking light switch, boom, you got electricity. You hit a faucet, it comes right out. You need a ride somewhere, you've, all you got to do is grab your phone, you got one. Back in the day, you had to. Steve can attest to this. He knew, we knew so many people that lived out in the sticks. When your parents were like, hey man, um, it's time to get that farmer's license at 14, you were like, hell yes, get me out of this place. Do you know how many Fridays and Saturday nights I had to stay at home in the middle of nowhere 
at the age of 15 because I did not have a driver's license. And my mom sure as shit was not going to drive me into town so I could go hang out with my dipshit buddies. That wasn't happening. So when, when it came time, like September 13th was my 16th birthday. And I was in line at the DMV that morning and was like, dude, I, I, need, I need this now. Because I'm not spending another Friday night, especially in the fall time when everybody's out like going to pit parties and having fun. I'm not spending another Friday night with my mom watching reruns of Young and Restless on on VHS. It's not fucking happening. No more. But kids nowadays, there's nothing like that. The party is where they are at all times. It's in their hands. It's on their screens. They have absolutely nothing wrong with their life. So why have to go out and work for anything? You need a ride. There's tons of public transportation everywhere. Uber is ubiquitous. And plus, kids have money nowadays. We cleaned up my daughter's room. We found $147 in cash. Just tucked up under the dresser and up underneath the, the nightstand. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what the what? Could you? I would have hired ninjas to protect my $147. And my daughter was like, whatever. Uh, Steve says, chicks don't like dudes who ride shotgun. I agree. You ain't going to, like, you know, do any necking at a pit party with a gal who, you know, sees you ride shotgun? Get your own wheels. I had a 1986 Toyota Corolla. It was the biggest pile of shit on the planet, but it brought me up, like, 30 points above all the dummies who were walking up and down Howard Street who didn't have a car. Yes, that car cost me 300 bucks, and I had delivered so many goddamn papers and pound so many nails to get it, but, hey... You wanted to ride out to uh, the kegger on Friday night? Guess whose car you were hopping into? Sublime bumper sticker and all. Get a goddamn license, kids. Everything is all zoomed in and the party's happening wherever you are. Sometimes the only way you could get there was to get your ass in a car and go to a party that would physically you had to like drive to the middle of nowhere, out in the woods with a bunch of pallets on fire. Scooter says, I found nearly 500 bucks in books from when I babies. Isn't that crazy? Just shoved in books. Shoved in books. It's unbelievable. God damn it. Fucking kids are just stupidly rich nowadays. I mean, I would have been learning jujitsu to fight off anybody who I even thought would remotely come to my $147 in ones. <laughs> it's, it's, it's frustrating. It's so frustrating. Fuck kids. Enjoy it, man. It's just like anything else. You have to start so low. Get your license at 16. Have your parents buy you a $500 car. Beat the shit out of that thing. It's not a matter of of if you're going to get in an accident. It's a matter of when. So wouldn't you rather get them out of the way when you're stupid and you don't know much about, you know, you're not like used to driving yet? Get all that stuff out of the way now. Obviously, I don't want to see anybody get into, like, giant accidents, but, dude, a little fender bender every once in a while when you're, like, 17? That happens, man. Lynn says, yes, middle of nowhere parties were the best. Absolutely. The worst is when you'd be out there and, like, all of a sudden you'd be at the standing at the fire with a couple of guys, maybe smoking cigarettes, and you guys would be telling tales, and you'd uh, reach over to... Uh, grab a uh, beer out of the cooler, and your hand would just hit the chest of a police officer who was standing next to you, listening to you the whole time, and you're like, hey, didn't, didn't see you, guy. What's up? Didn't happen very often, but when it did, man. I know we complain about, you know, all, all these 
idiot racists who were like, you know what? Well, maybe if that kid didn't try to run away from the police officers, then he wouldn't have died. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you know how many times out on Bunker Road I saw you go hauling ass through a swamp because you didn't want to get an underage? Come on. Don't tell me that. That's garbage. Steve, Steve says Stony Brook. Hell yeah, Stony Brook. That place was great. Man. Everybody, every kid in high school should have a place that has a nickname that you just, you say that name and it's like, dude, I had many a good times out at Stony Brook. Hell yeah. Uh, Bellamy Jack had a boyfriend with a car, so I didn't need a license at 16. You don't need to. As I've pointed out before, I, when I worked in rock radio, I used to get tons of phone calls and emails from females who would go, hey, you want to hook me up with a backstage pass? And my retort was always, hey, you're a female. You are your backstage pass. It's the same with the, with the car. You're 16, you're a girl. I get it. Dudes need to start getting licenses, man. Get it. Also, oh, my daughter never has that. I mean, don't get me wrong, Bellamy Jack. I get it. I get if you want to, you know, girls go to bars. They, they get a little flirty with dudes they have absolutely no intentions on ever hanging out with. And they will uh, just do it to flirt so they can get some free drinks. I get it. I pray to God my daughter never does it. I pray she's like, I have absolutely no intentions on ever wanting to wait for a man to give me a ride anywhere. I will be doing my own shit. Thank you very much. All right. Moving on. Speaking of uh, police officers and underage consumption tickets and whatnot, do you guys see this the other day? Great video. Very funny. A judge was uh, holding court, and a guy had a certain name <laughs> that he used to get into the Zoom with. Then we'll bring this fool in. Good morning, sir. What's your name? Nathaniel Saxon, sir. Your name's not but <laughs> 3000. You know, logging into my court with that as your screen name. What kind of idiot logs into court like that? What's your name again? Nathaniel Saxton, sir, but I don't believe that I typed anything like that in. Well, that's what it says. I apologize. <laughs> uh, you should. I'll put you in the waiting room. You can sit in limbo for a while and think about what you call yourself online. I think, first off, this man is not a liar. He is a hero. Okay? If anybody has kids, you'd know. I, I, this happens a lot. My daughter has Zoom on my computer at home, and then I go home and I go to work, and then I got to have a Zoom thing, and I pop in, and it'll say something like, you know, Louise Belcher. And I'm like, who the f- what? What are we talking about? I just realized, oh, Kinley was on a Zoom call, and she uses an alias some, from some of her te- favorite television shows. You know, she'll be like one of the Belcher kids from Bob's Burgers or something else. So, yeah, if you got like a wise-ass roommate or something, obviously that guy probably is like around the age of 24. He probably lives with a bunch of dum-dums. They probably went out one night, had a little too much to drink, maybe got popped doing something stupid that he shouldn't have. You know, this doesn't sound like the guy was uh, part of a DUI or anything, but maybe uh, maybe he's got to go to court and somebody logs in and they type in buttfucker3000 and then he's got to hop in <laughs> with the judge and you can hear it in his voice that guy's like dude I have no idea what you were talking about and I, I believe him when he says it I mean if there's ever a guy that you can be trustworthy worthy with it is a buttfucker3000 the buttfucker2000 on the other hand a lot of glitches a lot of setbacks I mean that almost folded the company but they really knocked it out of the park when they came out. (laughs) 
with the 3,000. All right, so uh, getting towards the end of the week. Hopefully you guys are going to be with us uh, until Friday. Do appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. I apologize. i got to call this one a little early today. we got some stuff going on, and then i got to go run and do a shoot for, uh, for a realtor uh, here on this side of town, man. I'm blown away by the housing market. Dude, you want to talk about rants? Holy Christ. We could get into that all day long. But, uh, yeah, I got to split a little bit early. So don't forget, every single day around 9.45 a.m. Central Time, uh, we get uh, going on Instagram Live. You can just find me at Rudy underscore Povich. Once again, thank you guys so much. I really do appreciate it, and hopefully you guys have a great day. Thank you again for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.